You are now tuned in to the Healing Hot Girl Podcast, made for women who are finally giving themselves permission to show up as the women they always knew they could be. If you're here, that means you're ready for an upgrade. So, without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hey, Healing Hot Girls, and welcome back to the next episode of the podcast. So today, we have a special guest with us. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her. Hey everyone, um, my name is Camila from Kamaya Healing. I am an Akashic Records practitioner, Reiki facilitator, energy healer. Um, I am a single mom of two, and I am, as you address me, a light worker. I'm just here to spread the wisdom and knowledge of healing and believing in self, empowering self. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I love that. So, for those of us who don't know what you do specifically can you tell us a little bit about that sure uh so essentially i'm an intuitive practitioner um or you could call it a psychic Um, okay i feel like there's a lot of stigma around the word psychic so i do prefer intuitive practitioner and i work with um my main focus with my clients is to work on uh subconscious reprogramming so we could um kind of begin to believe in ourselves and mm. our abilities to heal our our abilities to manifest um i also feel like a lot of my work entails uh connecting my clients with um you know making their spirituality more tangible or mm-hmm. more um for them to be able to understand better what spirituality and how it manifests for them helping them understand how spirituality works for them and giving them steps or tools providing those things for them in order for them to create their own um you know their spiritual habits and rather that it, it spirituality being something that they're not sure about mm-hmm. it's something that they begin to incorporate in their day-to-day you know i feel like when we find that balance between spiritual and human um we're able to create more of that reality that we desire to see mm-hmm. we're able to um understand more how magical we are how powerful how gifted we all are especially as women um so when we incorporate spirituality and human we you know we now start to see like those uh results we want to see right Mm -hmm. and um so for me that's how i work with my clients and um and these are the same practices that i incorporate with myself um, now, in terms of readings, I do intuitive readings, and that's with tarot, oracle, mm-hmm. but I also work with the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records are essentially what I like to call the network of the universe. Okay. Um, it's essentially, um, you know, long story short, it's essentially kind of like the dimension that holds all the raw, raw data of the universe. So, mm. um every person place or thing has an akashic record yeah and we are able to access them through various forms i do it through a pathway prayer process mm-hmm. uh with that we're able to understand better the blueprint of your soul or your soul contract for this lifetime we're able to understand better your past lives how they're influencing your current life we're able mm-hmm. to understand karmic contracts soul means uh we're able to understand what um what current energies are influencing blocking or working with or against um your current life and i also developed a modality within the akashic records called akasha energy healing Mm -hmm. which is a form of energetic healing that allows me to work in tandem with your spirit guides to help you clear um energy that's no longer serving whether it be karmic contracts expired 
uh, karmic quartz um, or just as simple as getting you to meet them you know helping yeah. you find that um, that um, that space in the ethers where you are able to understand who walks with you what spirit guides or you know could also be ancestors mm -hmm. um, you know I've connected people to their ancestors uh, that is a kind of like a sensitive area to tread in because you know we we won't always hear names but we'll see images and stuff you know yeah. um <clears throat> but at least you'll start to get an understanding of who or what walks with you and okay. just getting to know what is with you beyond what you can see and i hope that makes sense yes and i love that i didn't even know you did all of that because i've been looking to explore especially learning my spirit guides and knowing who they are because sometimes i'll be like i don't know who watching me but i'm gonna <laughs> talk to you yeah so yeah. i love that um so it's interesting because for me i feel a lot of um my clients are folks specifically women that are at this point where you are where where you're like all right who's with me mm -hmm. what do i do to connect with them um and just people that are like kind of like all right i'm ready to take that step forward but i just don't know what, what to do or yeah. where to go um you know and i feel like in right now a, a lot of uh people are going through spiritual awakening so it's so important to be mindful of who you're connecting to mm -hmm. who you're uh opening yourself up to who you're sharing your energy with both as the healer and the one that's receiving the healing and vice versa because at the end of the day it, it's still an energy exchange right but something that i've come to learn within the akashic records is that many times that that healer we find the authentic healer the authentic intuitive practitioner mm -hmm. um you know and i say that because there's a lot of scammers out right now yeah i'm sure you've seen and heard of it um when you find that person, you, there's most likely a chance you already worked with them at some caliber at some point in your life and mm. your soul's journey. Okay. There was a, already a meeting, you know, and this was more destined. And or if you want to call it destined or just like it was set in stone prior to you coming here, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. It was like at this specific time, at this moment, at this level of your spiritual awakening, this is where you'll meet this person and you will you will have that knowing like, yeah, this is the person that I'm yeah. meant to work with and that I feel comfortable opening myself up to in this way, you know, especially mm -hmm. because um opening yourself up in a spiritual way it, it you're it's a very vulnerable position. You know, it you're is. giving access to someone um to your energetic field and mm -hmm. that's something that i i take very seriously um to me the fact that even people come to me i'm just like wow like i'm really on this i'm really doing this I, god found me worthy to yeah. be this person or do this in this person's lives or be this person you mm -hmm. know for whoever i'm working with so i'm grateful that we even were able to experience an energy exchange Yes, and I want to piggyback off of you mentioning worthiness. How did you come to terms with the fact that you were worthy? Because I know a lot of times for me, I self-sabotage mm -hmm. when, you know, I see myself in different rooms. I'm like, wait a minute, this person is overqualified. This person is doing this. So how did you come to terms with the fact that you were worthy and you continue to walk in that? Um, so a couple things. I'm still in my own process of... Uh, coming to terms with what my worthiness is mm. and 
even if I might not feel it, I make sure I'm exerting more than what I feel I'm worthy. So mm, I could okay. feel that I'm this worthy, but I exert that I'm this worthy because at the end of the day, there's really no set number or on our value on our worth right mm. so until i get to that point where i truly believe that um i i work i i try to exert more than what i feel because we have to start somewhere right. and we're all in a process of healing we're all in a process of uh accepting that we are worth that's true believing it you know that is something that's very difficult for a, a lot of people and i feel like as women we struggle with accepting or wanting to give ourselves more credit than you know we feel we deserve mm -hmm. so that's one uh two external validation has supported a lot of my um um journey with what worthiness is and not be not that i seek it and not that that's what my worthiness depends on mm -hmm. but feedback from my clients helps a lot you know okay and even if it's as simple as like for example when i started my own spiritual journey i started with group meditations like virtual group meditations on zoom during the pandemic wow so simple things like that where people would after would tell me wow that was such an experience like you really took me very far away or i was able to see this or experience this mm -hmm. that made me realize i do have something there is something that i have to offer to the world and wow. the more i started like recognizing that and believing in myself in tandem with that feedback that helped a lot mm -hmm. but lastly more than anything um my two daughters um i talk a lot about self-love and believing in self with them mm -hmm. and in preaching to them i'm preaching to myself you mm. know so i have to lead by example i have to lead them by example yeah. so if i want them to believe they're worthy i have to believe that regardless of the feedback i'm getting or not right i just feel that testimonials feedbacks those those moments where i end up crying in a session with a client that all tells me like i'm where i'm meant to be mm -hmm. and i'm good at this yes and i'm worthy <laughs> of being here and i wouldn't be here now this client wouldn't have chosen me if god didn't want me here that's you right know? um and the last and i forgot to mention it before is when mm -hmm. i accepted that i am one with god mm. when i accepted that i was one with god and understood what that meant that's when i knew it there's no reason for me not to be here yeah or to not be qualified to be here or worthy of being here in this room in this space in this moment so you did talk about your relationship with god and knowing that you are one with him um so how did you come to cultivate that relationship because i know there's a lot of again you said there's a lot of stigma around spirituality and a lot of people are moving away from i call it old age mm -hmm. um old age spirituality where you're like you have to go to the church you have to do things this way you have to do things a certain way mm -hmm. so i want to ask you how did you come to cultivate your own relationship and what should people do if they're looking for that right so <clears throat> there's religion and there's spirituality and i believe that you could be religious and spiritual at the same time okay. but i do feel that uh, there's certain religious practices that don't allow or there's don't give room for spirituality mm -hmm. right i believe in god in a more um etherical way rather than god uh, i need to report to church and you know 
eat the body of Christ and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. That's not my practice with God. Okay. Um, my practice with God took a very long time to um, my practice, my my connection to God mm-hmm. took a very long time to happen to come into fruition for me to understand like I'm one with God. Yeah. But it was like the silliest thing the way it happened. Um, I really used to struggle with the word God because to me and my at the time and this was about four years ago my belief system was that god was who we've been taught Mm. in a religious setting Mm -hmm. and then one day i'm scrolling on instagram and i see a comment you know about I, i do a lot of research on you know just cosmic things and whatnot and mm-hmm. i saw a comment that said I don't remember what the question was. It was something along the lines of how do you know it's God or how do you know it's the universe, right? Mm-hmm. And while God and the universe are interchang- interchangeable, one can be the other for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I realized because the person responded, the universe holds a lot of entities that's demonic, angelic, human, aliens, whatever. But God, God is just one. God mm. is just late. Mm-hmm. Something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing, is not exact. And that's when I realized, that's when it hit me. I'm like, I could believe in God. I could trust in God. God is not who I've learned to be. Like, that's not who God is. God yeah. is late, and God is what I make it to be. God can be the universe, or there can be God and the universe, mm-hmm. right? You get to decide that. But when that reality hit me for me, I'm like, wow. And I'm just a droplet of the universe. I'm a droplet of, to me, God and the universe, to me, you know, there there could be, they could be one and the same in my belief system, right? Okay. Um, when I realized, I was like, I'm just a, my soul is just a droplet of God. My, my vessel is God, it was as if God grabbed a piece of himself, chose my vessel, filled it with my soul which is that droplet and it was like all right now this version of me gets to exist right mm-hmm. and the same goes with you god mm-hmm. created your vessel grabbed the droplet of you know which is your soul of himself and it could be in himself herself itself mm-hmm. and now this is a manifestation of this version of god you get me yeah i mean i could be crazy down right now but that's just the way i see it because we get to decide what our relationship is with god right and to me you know once i you know once i like i said once i accepted i am one with god um that allowed me to love myself a lot more that allowed me to feel much worthier mm-hmm. and that helped me feel very empowered um I love you that. know yes. in my in my own path in my own journey I hope that answers the question. It does. I think a lot of people need that because we get so wrapped up in what's right and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And especially now in this day and age where everybody has a platform, everybody has a mic, everybody has an opinion. It's difficult to walk proudly in that. So I love that you're able to do that. Um, Would you have a piece of advice for anyone who's who might still be struggling or might still be on the fence with, you know, standing 10 toes down on their beliefs? Um, I to me it depends also on what is influencing them to not be ten toes down. On okay. That. You know, is it family? Is it their religious upbringing? Is it their environment? Is it the people they're chilling with? Is it school? What is it that is influencing them to not believe in themselves mm-hmm. or believe in God or whatever they choose to believe in? Because at the end of the day, if you don't want to believe in God, that's okay. That's true. But one thing we could all come into uh, accordance with is that 
there is the universe mm -hmm. right so if you don't want to believe in god that's cool you know there's still the universe working yeah and there's it's very difficult to deny that yeah um so i would say it all depends on what it is that it's influencing so first get um have that awareness okay this is what's limiting me from uh, accepting this belief system okay right um but i also want to remind everyone that most of us our bloodlines our ancestries they believed in many spirits the spirits of nature the spirit of sun the spirit of the ocean the spirit of the trees that you know we believed in so many spirits it wasn't just one spirit it wasn't just the son of god it, mm -hmm. it wasn't just one spirit right and one common thing that they all had in my opinion was that they believed in something much greater than them mm -hmm. whether they believed that 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 higher force had influence over them or not that's a different story but all of them did agree there was something much greater out there yeah you know like if i really get deep into it to me i believe that the sun is god you know mm -hmm. the sun is what gives us life what sustains life the sun we need the sun to thrive you know and the sun charges us the sun illuminates us the sun yeah. upgrades our dna the sun awakens us so when we really think about it, i'm like hmm. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah like, you start hmm. you know it's like with the dogs when they're like confused and they're like yeah you know, exactly the tilt, that's when i realized i was like let me find out the sun is god right know? um so I, I know that isn't necessarily giving you advice, but it's because it's more of me wanting to encourage you to do some exploration within, within to yourself, learn what yeah. your limitations are first and make a list of what those limitations are mm -hmm. and make a list of those things you're questioning. And you, you could definitely find an answer there or come to a conclusion that sits right with yourself, with your soul. Yeah, so do the work, sis. <laughs> do the work. That's the advice. <laughs> so, um... I wanted to compliment you because anytime I came across you, your energy has been calm and balanced, but I know that you do a lot of work with energy. So I want to ask you, how do you maintain this? Like I've never, I don't think I've ever seen you. I don't want to say I've ever seen you out of character, but I've never seen you like <sighs> roll your eyes. Maybe like I've never seen anything. You're just so calm, balanced and bubbly. So how do you maintain that energy? <laughs> Thank you. Um, so first things first i'm very honest about myself girl i'm chaotic as fuck like, <laughs> like, <that too>. no, <laughs> like however it's a compliment to hear that um i that's the type of energy you get from me that's mm -hmm. calming um but i do i have had to do a lot of work to do that but the thing is that i don't have beef with anyone like i I want to experience love all the time. I want to know what is what is like to feel love, to mm -hmm. give love. Um, I want to feel good often. You know, there's there's times where I allow myself to go into a darker space, and I think that we should all give ourselves or um, give ourselves that space, um, which I'm sure we'll eventually get into it. But I love love, mm -hmm. and and wanting to. I'm wanting people around me to feel some sort of love or like, okay, I, I could vibe around this person. I feel safe. Mm -hmm. I know the importance of needing to feel safe around someone. And if I'm not giving you that, you most likely can't give it to me. Mm -hmm. Right? If I feel chaotic and nervous and anxious around someone, I'm not going to be able to provide a stable um, energetic field for you either. Yeah. Um, 
usually when I get that energy from someone, I'm probably out of get out the way ASAP. Yeah. If if I don't if I feel stirred up inside something ain't right, mm-hmm. I get out the way because um that's not the place for me. That's not the environment or the energy for me. You get me? Yeah. Um, but when I say that I'm chaotic, I am a woman full of emotions. Um, and I do not, you know, in this journey of becoming a healer, I've had to be very open and vulnerable with strangers of emo- about my emotions mm-hmm. and being real about the things that I experience either on a day-to-day or the cycles of my life you know Mm. um so for those that might know astrology i'm a sagittarius rising so i'm sure that alone could tell you about (laughs) my chaos (laughs) um i want to talk to you about self-trust you mentioned that a bit um when it comes to trusting yourself i feel like nobody talks about how difficult it can be especially after you've had an experience where you're like, damn, like I let this person close to me. How did not? How did I not see that? I find myself, you know, replaying that a, mm-hmm. a little bit. What are some steps? Maybe not. Maybe not steps, but like some tips you could give when it comes to self trust. Like whether it's challenging yourself a little more, um, or just giving yourself the opportunity to trust yourself. Like how do you do that, basically? So yeah, self trust is definitely another work in progress. But let me tell you. Um, some of my backstory, I was in a pretty toxic relationship for 10 years that once I got out of it, I had to go through all those questions of like, how did I allow this, you Mm -hmm. know, and why didn't I see this before? And I've had to do a lot of self healing in conjunction with therapy and stuff around the effects of gaslighting. Mm. Um, gaslighting alone could really break your self trust, especially if you didn't really have that foundation to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've had to work a lot with affirmations and with breath work and with allowing that moments, those moments of me having to cry and release it and continuously affirm myself. I trust myself. I've had to go through a lot of trials and errors. And, um, but I realized I have to be my own best friend. I have to trust myself. I have to trust my inner voice, my higher self. And if I don't trust in myself, I don't trust in God. That's true. So if you are struggling to trust in yourself, you're struggling to trust in God. You just got to have faith in yourself. And if you say, like, you know what? This is what I feel and this is what I hear here. Mm-hmm. Here. And I'm going to have my third eye. Not here. Because our ears listen to what they want to hear. That. Not, not what it is. Yes. And our eyes see what they want to see, not what it is. That's why you got to be as you say 10 toes down you got to be 10 toes down with that third eye Mm -hmm. um and that takes work that takes practice that is not a one-day thing yeah and it's okay to reflect it's okay to go back and question why but those same experiences are the ones that lead us to trust ourselves Mm -hmm. those same experiences where we betrayed ourselves over and over because we were they either our peeps told us and when i say peeps our spirit guides told us Mm -hmm. or spirit like our own spirit our soul our higher self told us we were told many times And we chose not to listen because, again, we heard what we wanted to hear and we saw what we wanted to see. Mm -hmm. And it's those same experiences looking back in that reflection mode where we realize all the moments that we were told something or where we were warned or we were shown something that if we would have listened that first time, we wouldn't be here. So it's not to uh, be hard on yourself. It's not to punish yourself or be like, how could you do that? No, 
take that moment to reflect and look at all the patterns get to know the patterns mm-hmm. get to know uh the moments you have doubted or questioned yourself and you know what like this might not be the best uh piece of advice but no matter what even if in that moment you're wrong at least you're trusting yourself to make that decision right at least you're trusting yourself to make a, a create that opinion and then you know because i do believe in going into reflection often then reflect like okay i could see how i did it but at least mm-hmm. in that moment you chose to go with what you felt in that moment right rather than letting an external force influence you to something else mm-hmm. again i don't know if that's the best word of advice but it's just like we all have to start somewhere yeah you know, with our self-trust process no i understand that wholeheartedly because that's something that i've been doing mm-hmm. um i'm trying to rebuild that trust within myself and it comes with a lot of trial and error i'll mm-hmm. tell you that um but I have been experiencing everything that you're talking about, which is crazy. That's where I am mm-hmm. on my journey. So I want to ask you, when it comes to life lessons, what's one thing that you are still struggling to grasp? Like one lesson that you're still trying to find the solution to? Ooh. This one's going to take a bit to figure out because honestly, like just when I think I, I got something figured out, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, oh, I'm back. Let me some more. Um, I would say, and this is just being entirely honest, a lot around finances and spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, finding the balance between uh, what it is to be plugged into the matrix to make ends meet. Because I could, I sway one way or, or the other very yes. hard. Yes, oh my God, I'm like that so too. so spiritual that I forget that this human world even exists. Or I plug myself in so hard I forget that there's a whole spiritual world that I could work. Yes. A whole energetic world that I could work to make more things happen for me um, in the human realm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so finding that balance between spirit and human okay. is definitely an ongoing lesson for me and a lesson of balance um, because I can go, again, Sagittarius rising, those extremes. And I'm also, also a Pisces moon, so... You know, I could be in Lala de Lulu land a lot. And some just finding the balance between human and spiritual. Because at the end of the day, I am human. I'm mm-hmm. in this physical vessel. Um, and just because I discovered my spiritual abilities does not mean that I get to escape into the other realm. Right. Okay? So you still have to exist in both realms. Yes. And you have to yes. learn that and balance. And sometimes yeah. even just be okay with existing in the human realm. And mm-hmm. being okay with the things that we experience in the human realm. You know, the struggles, the challenges, the emotions. Yeah, you know? the emotions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to teach myself to actually feel like it's okay to feel, girl. Let the emotions flow right. over you. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I don't feel like feeling today. Please. Yes. But, you know, I in what I have learned is that and what I like to explain to, to anyone that deals with similar things is that our emotions are what reminds us that we're superhuman. Mm. You know, our superhuman abilities our emotions is what remind us that we are empathic and that we are able to experience different things all at the same time you mm. know and we get to experience them with this human vessel yes i think the most important thing though with emotions is learning how to process and transmute them so they don't stay stuck in our body mm-hmm. those stuck emotions that that's when there's more repercussions but i think that emotions when we really come to accept that they're a gift um and we learn how to process we learn we allow ourselves to feel 
one i feel that empowers us and um as women Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day we are the portals we are the portals right to bring souls into this earth you know so because of just that superhuman ability what comes with that is emotions Mm -hmm. you know and what comes with rage with rage we make changes we make radical changes because we were like no yeah no and i I am not okay with this and i will not stand with this with pain and sorrow Mm -hmm. we understand how deep how deep we're able to truly feel Mm -hmm. how much we actually loved something or someone you know with um extreme happiness and joy and excitement we're able to understand the things that we love that bring that spark joy that mm-hmm. inspire us that feel like the sun is hitting our face you know yes. does that make sense yes and i love that you explained it like that because i've never thought about it like that everything is teaching you something you just have to figure out what it mm-hmm. is i also feel that duality um you can't have darkness without light and mm-hmm. vice versa. you tell me that all the time huh? <laughs> i said you tell me that every time we speak really <laughs> like you need yeah. to find your balance you need to go into that dark slices but with that comes if we won't know happiness without sadness you mm-hmm. know so it's just it's surrendering to the emotions and i know that's not easy because we've been conditioned not only us but for generations we've been conditioned to push emotions to the side right hide emotions to not feel to repress to this and that no you know what i have now given myself permission to process emotions exactly cry to be in enraged you know if i need to yeah and i feel like a lot of people were also coming up in survival mode so it's like you didn't really if you're a single mom trying to make everything happen you don't really have time to tap into your emotions that i definitely relate to survival mode um i do co-parent mm-hmm. uh, but on the days that i have my children i feel like it's very difficult I, or i am kind of like on the edge between survival mode and flowing it's mm-hmm. very difficult for me to just flow yeah when on the days that i'm i have my children um because it's a certain structure it's you know it's like making sure my children have everything they need many times i'm disregarding my own needs and Mm -hmm. stuff and i have to constantly remind myself like just because it's just you and them does not mean that you need to suffer or you need to feel like you're surviving yes because right away when i start falling into that mode i have to reel it back and remind myself like i'm trusting god god put me here in this moment god placed me here for a reason mm-hmm. it's, and it's just constant cycles of adjustment mm-hmm. uh, adjusting life ad- adjusting habits uh adjusting routines or ways of thinking that way that um i'm adjusting to my environment or adapting to my environment yeah. so i'm not constantly in and out of survival mode okay so when it comes to having that balance so you haven't grasped the balance of self-care and being mom um or you have or it's like eh. it's a it's pretty up but i think that that's something that i mean i would love to meet a mom that has <laughs> right it's like there is there are moms out there that have been able to master that mm-hmm. please sh- teach me yeah the main thing that and and this is not disrespect or singling people out what i've noticed is the mothers that have managed to uh 
find some balance within that and even then these same mothers are like nah i don't know how to do that mm-hmm. are mothers that do have that more supportive environment you know mm-hmm. whether they have a partner at home or they have family support yeah um but even so like i said those same mothers i know plenty of mothers that do have those supportive environments and they still struggle because at the end of the day we want to put our children first right you know? We want that if we got a couple extra bucks, we want it to go to our children. Mm-hmm. So I think it's um, something that has helped me find a little bit of that balance is being a little selfish sometimes. Like, okay. you know, instead of buying my kid the snack they've been asking me for, like, no, I'm going to get my nails done. Right. You know? And that's okay. One thing my best friend taught me um, that she has inspired me to do recently is, like, just pick one thing that helps you feel good. Mm -hmm. For her, it's her lashes. For me, it's my nails, let's Mm -hmm. say. And just invest in that. That's that yourself one there. thing I love that. Okay. invest in that and allow yourself to treat yourself and just trust that you're always going to have the funds or the resources for that one thing and little by little start expanding on that so now you're going from a gel manicure to full sets mm-hmm. you know um so like i said for her it's lashes and her skincare you know so she starts with just like i'm doing my lashes at home and then she progresses to she's going to someone to get her lashes okay so she said that kind of like planted that seed in my head and since then i've been really trying to follow that and Mm -hmm. i've noticed the difference um something else that has helped me find the balance is i have i created a little box uh called my god box Mm -hmm. and i put my little wishes in there i write my wish and i'll put like every two weeks i have funds and resources to get my nails done Mm -hmm. and i'll make sure that whenever i have those like let's say my nails are 60 bucks when i have 60 bucks and my nails need to get done i ensure that it goes to that you know because yes i might want to get something for my kid i want to i might be like you know what instead of me getting my nails done let me go out and get and eat something with my children Mm -hmm. like no i want to get my nails done and the universe repays me you know the money always comes back tenfold it always finds a way back because money just continues to cycle right Mm -hmm. um so i know i'm i'm blabbering a lot but the point is it's like sometimes like we have to be a little selfish it's okay it does not make us a bad mom if we pick ourselves first it is okay. and i think oh my God. Okay. if we have um if we give that example to our children we're setting them up for them to have that mindset that abundant mindset as mm-hmm. well especially i'm raising two daughters you know yeah. so i want them to prioritize their self-care and it's not just nails it's their self-care around their emotions mm-hmm. about their physical their mental and their spiritual needs you know yeah so i love that you're instilling that in them at a young age we're going to go back to something that you mentioned earlier about, um, I was calling them pro- false prophets, but that's not the word that you used. Like people who... Scammers? Scammers, yes. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> so I want to ask you, like, how as how do we as consumers protect ourselves against those kind of people? Because it's gotten really out of control. Yeah. So what are some steps that we can do? Or we can take outside of that to better protect ourselves. Right. And that's where all of everything we just spoke about comes into place. That self-trust. That trust in God. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, just because I do what I do doesn't mean you need me. That's you true. You nothing but yourself and God. That's so, true. Um, but the main thing, especially if it's on a social media setting, is one main uh, factor that will help you differentiate from authentic, from a scammer and a real um, authentic healer is 
no one should be contacting you for services mm. the only time that i have contacted someone for services is because we spoke in person and i'm following up okay or um you know maybe i just haven't streamlined my booking process and i'll follow up with a client like hey are you ready to book your follow-up session things of that sort okay or if i have like a newsletter or like an email chain or something like just letting you know i have this special going on but other than that for no reason should one be contacting you like hey um I received this message from my ancestors, blah, 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 from your ancestors. I know, that keyword, oh my God. That is so, <laughs> no. and it's happened to me where people have created accounts with my, with Kamaya Healing and really? have contacted relatives, friends. Like, I mean, I've, I've had people pretty upset at me and I'm like, bro, that wasn't even me. Right. Like, I won't do this. Oh my God. Um, so that is the number one thing two if i ever tell you i got a message from you i'm giving you that message right i'm not gonna charge you i'm not going to like it's i'm not gonna take money from you it's because and you it usually the way that's happened to me is where i'll get like a ping in my head like oh check up on this person i'll check mm-hmm. up on the person i'll be like hey you good i just felt something and i just want to check in yeah I'll never be like oh i got all these messages and you need to book me blah blah, blah. right oh no Mm-mm. um Another thing is that that's where it comes into trusting your intuition is um, you won't something won't feel right about that person. You know, something won't feel right about their energy. And I think that that is very crucial for you to really be connected to either your intuition or trust yourself or be in tune enough with energies around you Mm -hmm. where you're aware that mm, something isn't sitting right with this like yeah. i said like if someone's energy is too too much or all over the place for me i remove myself from that environment because something's not right there mm-hmm. um i mean and there's a lot of pages that give a lot of tips on what to look out for things sort of like um let's say with my name kamaya healing right mm-hmm a false account will have dashes and periods and and numbers and extra letters and stuff those are those that's another warning sign Mm -hmm. um but if you're dealing with this on a in a in a in-person setting the biggest thing is really just fill out the energy Mm -hmm. and even so like i we could be in person just mean and not tell you what you want don't book with me right away get to know me first follow me for a little you know or if you even like book a book a like a just like a consultation to get to know each other, you know, mm. take your time in exploring who who that person is, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I would say even like I follow people for months at a time before I even like if someone calls my attention, I'll follow them. Mm-hmm. I'll get to know them through Instagram or social media or whatever. I'll listen to their lives. I'll see their partnerships are and yeah. things of that sort i observe them because i want to understand first who i'm about to open up my energy to right um and also uh things like referrals or word of mouth that kind of helps you filter some of that mm-hmm. you know um i think we met we met at luna but through your cousin yeah <clears throat> that right there you got firsthand experience like oh i worked with this person this is mm-hmm. how it felt but even even so just because that person had a good experience with the healer doesn't mean you are so right. you know still take that time but like i said many times i feel like when you really connect with an authentic healer you just know in that moment mm-hmm. and something just feels right and it almost feels like you know I, I feel like i've met this person before i feel like you know like this person knows me or understands me i feel seen you yeah know? and i think that our intuition definitely helps us uh see 
people's pure intentions or not pure you know that's true Mm -hmm. and the thing is we gotta trust that Mm -hmm. we always second guess i know i used to second guess before i challenged myself to trust myself it's like "Eh, i'm getting this but they don't they don't they don't give that to nobody else and it's like am i we not weird but like am i looking too deep Mm -hmm. but i'm like a lot of times i'd be right so it's like (laughs) a lot of times you'd be right something that's also coming in um is um the person the spiritual mentor or whoever you're choosing to work with they should not judge you for your own spiritual practices on the contrary they should either direct you on a uh, on a let's say if you're doing certain work and it's you're not setting the right protection or something they'll mm-hmm. guide you through that rather okay. than judge you and they will definitely not tell you no this is how it needs to be right that is a big warning call if you feel like you're being told what to do rather than guided mm-hmm. that's a, i feel like that's a warning as well okay i love that so um this is leading me right into this next point so do you have any advice for an upcoming light worker i think that before you uh, dive into any work with healing other people you first need to get acclimated with your shadow mm-hmm. um, you need to get acclimated with the fact that we have multiple voices in our head okay and be okay with that and not question your sanity mm-hmm. um, because those voices are your ego your higher self your spirit guides you know it's a plethora your inner child your you know it's a plethora of voices in our head mm-hmm. and um you gotta learn how to distinguish distinguish each and every one so you know that when you choose to start working with people or on people you are very you have that discernment of what is guiding you okay because there is such thing as a spiritual ego too your Mm -hmm. ego becomes spiritual right yeah and your ego tries to influence and that's what i mean be very mindful of the ones that try to tell you how things are supposed to be rather than just guiding you yeah um so discernment is very important but getting to know yourself on all levels you know you will have that moment where you'll realize like all right i think i'm ready to start practicing Mm -hmm. um but also don't feel like being a light work light worker means just one thing being a light worker can just be this what you're doing being a host for a podcast and holding space for people's voices to be heard that Mm -hmm. alone is a light worker yeah to me a light worker is someone that's doing something to uh, create a bigger change in this world you know or shift a collect help shift a collective reality Mm -hmm. um so don't ever feel like being a light worker is one specific role yeah we being a light worker can be like you are just the designer the graphic designer for you know a fundraiser Mm -hmm. a fundraising company right that could be a light worker it's just being able to express your creativity and your gifts to the world and with the purpose of creating bigger change you know or yes. better change for the collective i love that because i feel like sometimes people are like oh i have to learn to read cards because of this and it's like you don't necessarily have to do that this might not be for you exactly no there's no one light workers aren't just spiritual or healer you know healers yeah. like i said at the end of the day the best way you could be a light worker is that relationship between you and god you and yourself mm-hmm. the best way you could be a light worker is heal yourself because that alone creates shifts the reality that you're in you know yes and that helps shift the collective reality so. mm-hmm. i love that so i don't think i think you touched on really everything that i was gonna 
you know share today she got a little ahead of herself (laughs) (laughs) but i am super glad that we got to have this episode i'm gonna let you plug your social platform so they can follow you thank you so yeah so if you want to follow me i'm kamaya healing c-a-m-a-y-a healing on instagram and tiktok um and um there you can find my link in bio how to book and all my services uh, yeah, and if you want to email me or if you have any questions, info at Kamaya Healing. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you for holding the space and allowing me uh, to just show the world a little more of what I do, who I am, and the thoughts in my head. <laughs> I love that, and I'm so glad that you decided to come on. Um, hopefully, again. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I love this. Good. So, um,. That's all we have today, hot girls. So don't forget that hot girls be healing too, but that's what we're here for. I love y'all. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye.